going on, guys? This is Gary. Josh is at his soccer practice, so uh, I'm going to fly solo again this week. Uh, let's see. We just finished FPL Game Week 6, and overall, I think a pretty good game week for most folks. A um, couple of the more transferred in and most captained players didn't quite convert the way that a lot of us had hoped. Um, but, you know, all in all, pretty good weekend. Also, some players that have at least historically, you know, the first five game weeks of this season have performed well. Look at Callum Wilson and Ryan Frazier. Um, Walcott, players like that <clears throat> didn't really um, play up to, I guess, expectations, the expectations that they've set for themselves recently. So um, it is starting to become a, a competition of differentials. And I mentioned that early on that, that initially everybody's teams are going to look pretty similar. And then people start to get nervous. They see a player that does really well one weekend and it's a knee jerk reaction and somebody brings that player in or a player doesn't do well one week and they feel like they have to drop them immediately. Um, slow and steady wins the race is a saying that's been around for a long time. And there's a reason for that. <clears throat> so don't get all caught up in the hype of, um, of a player either playing super good one weekend or super bad one weekend. Watch them, see their trends, analyze them a little bit and decide what's best for your team. If you have one free transfer a week, don't waste it on a knee jerk reaction when it may not be the best decision for your team. It might be, but also it might not be. So take a little time to weigh your decisions. You, you have time. Um, and if you miss out on a price increase or a price decrease because you waited a little longer, you have to be okay with that because you're doing in the long run, what's best for your team. All right, let's do a quick review of game week six. Average fantasy score was 52 points, and the high was 118. We had 68. We were pretty happy about that, <clears throat> um, all in all. Uh, players for us like Hazard, Wilson, Frazier didn't quite live up to what we had hoped. We were hoping for a higher score, but... Um, Relative to the average and from a lot of what we've seen from other players, other managers, we're pretty happy. And it gave us green arrows all the way around, so can't complain in that. Um, in our Let's Talk Soccer Fantasy League, which, by the way, has over 5,100 teams in it. Thank you guys that have signed up and are playing along. Uh, we're number 844 right now, so we're moving our way up. We've got a lot of game weeks left to go. Um, overall, in the world, we are number 433,010. And that's out of a little over 5.6 million teams worldwide. So that puts us in about the top 7%, between 7 and 8%. As for the Game Week 6 Dream Team, we posted that on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. Just look for Let's Talk Soccer on Instagram, and you will see that team there. 
right, let's go ahead then. We're going to move into game week seven. There's a lot of stuff to talk about in game week seven. Decisions, decisions is what I've branded this week. First up, what to do with Ben Mendy? It's a big question. He hurt his foot. He hurt his ankle. Um, he got his license suspended for drunk driving charges uh, or, or traffic accumulations. I think that was it, not the drunk driving. Um, but for these traffic violations, uh, supposedly he's in the doghouse with Pep. So who knows what it really is? Uh, but there's something a little bit fishy about all of this. His price has dropped um, by a tenth of a million which isn't surprising because a lot of people, as soon as he came up as return date unknown, um, he was transferred out by a lot of managers. Quick aside, the quickest way that a player's price will either increase or decrease is through demand. If players get sold off a lot and transferred out, their price will drop. If players get bought transferred in by a lot of managers, their prices will likely go up. So just so you know, a lot of people talk about, uh, make comments of, well, so-and-so scored a goal. How did his price drop this weekend? And it's because of demand, either increased or decreased. Okay, so back to Mendy. We've listed this on our Instagram page, but you have a couple of options here. One is you do nothing. Hold on to him. He'll be back. You already know in the first five game weeks what this guy's capable of doing. So his value may go down a little bit, but if you're not trading him, then who cares? Uh, you, your team value may go down a bit, but I don't think that's what you're playing for anyway. You're playing for total points. So you could hold on to him. Um, and hopefully you have a decent bench where it's not going to make that much of a difference. He will be missed. Let's not, you know, get that twisted. He will be missed. But if you have a decent enough of a bench, then um, you can make it through this. And we'll talk about bench in a minute as well. Um, You can transfer him. You know, he's a little bit less than um, what he was a few days ago in terms of value but you could transfer him. Um, Someone like Walker. If you want to go like for like, same sort of position. Uh, Kyle Walker is a great option. Same team, obviously. Uh, Laporte is another one of those Man City defenders. Um, I personally like Spurs players for this because of the, the fixtures that they have coming up over the next three game weeks. Trippier or Davies seems to be good bets there. People are commenting that Trippier could be a rotation risk. I'm not quite sure how people know this. Um, Unless they have inside information with managers, rumors start to swirl a lot. There were a lot of rumors going around before this weekend that either Salah or Mane or both were going to be arrested. And both of them played. So um, I'm not quite sure where people get this information from. But unless you see it yourself from a source that you consider credible, like Let's Talk Soccer, um, don't put a whole lot of stock into that. All right, other potential replacements for Mendy. Holobos, probably not this weekend, though. Tough game coming up, but look for next weekend moving forward. Um, PVA, Patrick Van Anhalt, is a good option. And Luke Shaw, 
Uh, Manchester United has some very favorable fixtures coming up themselves. <clears throat> so Shaw is definitely not a bad option, and he's a lot less expensive than Mendy is. Okay, um, oh, and your third option, as far as Mendy goes, is you could play your free hit chip. So what is free hit, Gary? I'm glad that you guys asked. Free hit is where, if you activate it, you are able to change all 15 players on your squad, if you like. You still have the same budget as you normally would, um, same criteria in terms of, you know, maximum of three players per team. You have to have this many defenders, goalkeepers, all that sort of stuff is the same. But you can change your entire 15-man squad if you'd like, and that team lasts for one game week. So after game week seven ends, that final match is played, your team will go back to the way it was prior to activating that chimp. So it's a great way of if you're down some key players or um, you have players that have matchups that you don't really like. Say you have um, three Liverpool and three Chelsea players on your team right now, and they're obviously playing against each other in game week seven. Well, maybe you don't like that and you don't want to take a bunch of negative fours for every transfer that you make because you don't want to drop those players forever. You just maybe want to sort of hide them away for just one one game. Free hit is the perfect solution for that problem. Now, for us, we like to hold on to the free hit chip um, for either a game week where a lot of players that we currently have on our team are not playing or a bunch of players on other teams are playing. We might not have them currently on our fantasy team, but the matchups are so good that we want players from those teams on our team so that we can accumulate those points. All right. So, importance of having a good bench. And Mendy's case is the perfect example of this. Or the Chelsea-Liverpool game that I just mentioned. Now, some things that you want to have as far as your bench goes. Obviously, the cheaper the better. You want to spend as much money on your starting a lever, on your points earners, as you possibly can. But, you need to make sure that your bench players actually play. Because you'll need those points. Either you may have an automatic substitution situation where one of your starters doesn't play, gets rotated out, all of a sudden is injured in warm-ups, anything like that. So you're going to need those points. Or you're going to want those guys on your bench to be subbed in. Um, say you don't want your Liverpool. You have Marcus Alonso and you have Robertson on your team. And you think goals are going to be scored in this Chelsea-Liverpool match. You really don't want either of them back there. If goals are going to be scored, the chances of clean sheets are pretty much nil, if you're a real believer in that. So you want to sub in your defenders from your bench. So you got to make sure that they play. All right. What else, then, as far as bench goes? What kind of players, what or what players specifically, are good ones to have on your bench? Well, obviously, Juan Basaka is the gold standard 
the platinum, the diamond standard as far as this goes. He will probably go down in FPL history as the greatest value that FPL has ever seen. If he can, if he keep, maintains even 70% of what he's done so far this season, he will, he will easily be labeled as that. So one Basaka is a must on your team. Uh, Ryan Bennett of Wolves is another player. He plays 90 minutes week in and week out. He's not doing quite as well as Juan B is, but you're getting points out of this guy. In the midfield, I think Milner is a really good get. I think he's maybe 5.6, 5.7 at this time, which isn't all that expensive for a quality midfielder who plays consistently. He's on set pieces. He's known to assist quite a bit. Uh, Milner, I think, is as bad a rap as he gets. Uh, I think he's actually a pretty good asset as far as fantasy primarily goes. Um, Doherty is another player, another defender that is good to have on your bench, as is Bowley Tompkins. Anthony Kanakar is a cheap one that, that plays consistently, and he's been on the score sheet a little bit lately. Uh, Matinho, Sari, Aaron Lennon, Hojberg, Damari Gray is one. I think he's still at 5.5 million, and Jimenez. So some good players to think about having on your bench. Who is on our Game Week 7 watch list? We've mentioned some of these guys already before, and a lot of this is determined both on potential to earn points and the fixtures that they have coming ahead this weekend. On our list from Manchester United, we have Luke Shaw and Big Rom Lukaku. Arsenal players, Laka and Alba, what are you going to say, man? These guys, when they play together, it's just, it's lightning. Lightning and thunder. So my eyes are definitely on both of those guys. I think Richarlison didn't have a great comeback uh, for Everton this past weekend, but I think that his upcoming weekend fixture will allow him to regain the form that we all know him for. Um, Harry Kane is back on track with a penalty goal scored over the weekend, and he has three weeks of, I think, straight twos on the FDR list, which is phenomenal. He should be scoring a lot of goals there. Son, I think, now that he's sort of reintegrated himself back onto the team, will be one to watch, as is Davies, Sergio Aguero. He uh, scored one goal over the weekend, and he's certainly capable of much more, has a great fixture ahead of him to go out and score more. And we know that the club loves him because of the contract extension that he signed. And we know that Pep loves him because of all the comments that he's made publicly about Kuhn. Walker and Sané, also from Man City, one's on my watch list. Jamie Vardy, I told a lot of people who DM'd us before Game Week 6 deadline hit that Vardy is a player to think about getting. Even though he hasn't been in fantastic form, it looks like he's found it. So um, Vardy is definitely one to watch for us. Joe Hart, great performance over the weekend. Some amazing saves. Did really, really well. And he's inexpensive. Zaha, a little bit spotty uh, coming back from his time away from the team, but he will regain that form. And then, of course, Ederson. 
a little more of a premium priced goalkeeper, but definitely if you're looking to make a switch, he may be one that you want to go out and try to get. As far as the fixture difficulty rankings, the FDRs go, um, we have posted all of that information for game weeks seven through nine on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, and that's for all 20 teams. All right, again, with the Liverpool and Chelsea players, if you have them on your team, you can either bench the defenders and leave the attackers in place. Like we said, goals will be scored. Or you can use that free hit chip. Those are your two main options. Of course, you can transfer, but do you really want to transfer out any of these players, we've spent a lot of time finding ways to put them into our teams. I don't know that you want to drop them that easily. And, of course, we'll go ahead and post our Game Week 7 team on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. Like we do every week, we're open for questions. We're open for feedback about um, teams that you're putting together. We'll take some of the questions and post them on the page and answer them as well as solicit uh, comments and feedback from other folks. So we love doing that, and it seems to be something that, that people appreciate. So that's going to do it for the Game Week 7 tips, advice, and all that good stuff. So, guys, until next time, this is Gary on behalf of Josh as well saying peace. Goodbye.